Hello and welcome to the Two Dudes Baseball Podcast. Man, that sounds weird to say, but hey, we're saying it. I'm your host, Wyatt Fairman, alongside Ryan Paulsiver. You may know us from the hockey podcast. You may know us from the football podcast. However, you know us, you're now listening to the baseball podcast. Limited series edition. What does that mean? Well, it means we're lazy and don't want to do weekly episodes, so we're going to record episodes throughout the summer as we can to give you updates on all things baseball. How does that sound to you, Ryan? It sounds quite fine. Any excuse to talk about the most, what's the term, or strategic sport on earth. And if you think it's boring, then you're boring. Yeah, yeah, honestly, people don't understand how much strategy goes into baseball. Where are you going to throw a pitch? What pitch are you going to throw? Should I steal a base? Should I act like I'm about to steal a base? What's going on? Like, so many different signs and signals. And the Houston Astros know that also. Oh. 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 We're going we're gonna to start like this? Oh, man. We literally started the baseball podcast just like that. What a trash oh. way to start. Wow. Should we just restart? Nah, we can just pretend it didn't happen, right? It's worked for the league, so it might work for us. Man, we really dodged a bullet there. Oh. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll let myself out. Sorry, Dodger joke. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're starting like this, aren't we? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, well, welcome to the Two Dudes Baseball Podcast. I'm Wyatt Fairman. A little bit about myself is I like sports. And my favorite baseball team is the San Diego Padres. My second favorite baseball team is the Atlanta Braves. And my third favorite team is the Tampa Bay Rays. If you're not one of those three teams, get out of my life. Wow. Wow, okay. I see how it is. Yeah, uh, or Ryan Pulsford. Like, uh, those four things, and then that's all I need to, you know, survive. Because none of those three teams are my three teams. Give you information. Yeah. I'm Canadian, eh? I said, we uh, just recorded another podcast. I said, hey, and why couldn't stop himself from giggling? <laughs> I really tried that time, too. And, of course, as a Canadian, I got to go for the Blue Jays. My second team, you know, the exact team you would expect a Canadian to like, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Boo! And right after them... Well, let's get some money ball going with the A's. I can respect that, actually. My, my dad's an A's fan. So I, I have no problem with them or the Blue Jays. Like, I don't have a problem with most teams. But if I do have a problem with you, I have a problem with you. And I'm talking about you, Yankees. No disrespect to the Yankees fans out there. I know if this podcast gets any traction, it'll probably be like half of you. But, like, I just cannot stand your team. I'm sure y'all as human beings are possibly good people good say uh, oh well anyways can't, can't give him too much praise no no you can't Yankees and Red Sox I don't like either of you uh, Dodgers cannot stand the Dodgers sorry uh, that's just because I'm a Padres fan though like it's, sorry just this if you are the the Giants, Dodgers, Rockies, or Diamondbacks, I really don't care too much for you, which is like where we really disagree with the Diamondbacks and Padres there, but that's fine. That's our biggest disagreement in baseball, Ryan. So 
Oh, well. There are bigger disagreements to be had. Most certainly. Anyways, here we are, and all we really want to do is just start out with a short baseball episode. We'll probably have a longer one sometime around the 4th of July. No, just in time for America's Independence Day. And I have to say (laughs) America's because, uh, you know, Ryan's Canadian and he doesn't observe that holiday, but that's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, we we go like three days earlier for some reason. You know, just, just close enough. But when everybody in the local, like, North American continent is, like, celebrating their freedom, that's when we'll post the next episode, probably. So just to give you an idea of, like, how spread out it's going to be, and we'll get more consistent as playoffs start nearing and the race gets a little hotter and all that stuff. So we'll see. Trade down the line, then. Yeah, well, as we record this episode, this may not be exactly when it gets posted, but as we record it, it is June 13th, 2021, around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And the league leaders in each division for the National League West, the San Francisco Giants, the National League East, the New York Mets, the National League Central, the Chicago Cubs, for the American League East, my Tampa Bay Rays, let's get it, for the American League Central, we have the Chicago White Sox, and is really not even close. And for the American League West, we have actually, Ryan, guess who? Hmm. Who could possibly be leading that division? All I can think is it must be a team of great skill, of leadership, and that don't cheat. And you'd be right. It's the Oakland A's. Love to see it. Love to see it. And Houston's right behind them, kind of. I mean, they're two games back, technically speaking. But we don't talk about that. It's fine. It's whatever. Oakland's leading the pack in that division. And, no, we've already thrown a lot of shade Houston's way. If you're an Astros fan, you're probably used to it by now. So just, like, bear with us. It's going to be a thing. Like, we don't blame you as the fans, but your team did cheat, or at least get caught cheating. So... Oh, well. It's okay. I hate the Red Sox too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Red Sox did the same thing. Didn't really get near as much trouble for it, but also wasn't really like as big a deal, so to say. Like it happened, and people didn't really recognize it or recognize that it happened. So they're like, "Oh well, it's fine. It's whatever." And there's also like a trend going around around where everybody's trying to say like everybody in baseball like cheats or everybody uses you know performance enhancing drugs and stuff like that so i kind of want to go ahead and just ask you about that do you think that's real like that's true do i think everyone is ripped full of steroids no probably not i mean listen Every single player is attempting to give themselves some form of advantage. And we've seen it with the conversations around pitchers and illegal substances, which I'm sure we're going to go more in depth on, although maybe that's now. Garrett Cole. Oh, absolutely, Garrett Cole. And the Yankees fans are like, well, he had a good performance, so, you know, he didn't do any drugs. And it's like, no, he's still a good pitcher. He just happened to cheat. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's one of those things, A, you can say that, but you can't prove it. You can't prove, or you haven't proved at least, that that's a thing among hitters. We know it's a thing among pitchers, but also, even if they did, it's not the same thing. It's just not. 
you using some drugs to make the ball go a little bit farther and using a camera to spy on the other team in the middle of the game to steal their signs to know exactly what pitch is coming is not the same thing. So it's almost kind of a distracting point. It's what about ism? Oh, yeah, this happened. Well, what about this other thing that doesn't really relate? And then subject change. Yes, it is possible that every single person is cheating. Sure. And we can have that conversation later if you'd like, but it doesn't distract from what Houston did. And it doesn't distract from the fact that that is the one of the only championships I will put an asterisk on. Because yeah. it deserves it. I kind of agree with you. The fact that I don't just kind of agree with you, I do agree with you. And the Red Sox, they also get an asterisk. Eh, that's... It's hard for me to put an asterisk there, but I get it. I get why you would. Um, it's just so, like, non-relevant. Like, compared to, like, all the heat they got for... I don't... I'm trying to say that they kind of got away with it, you know? Like, nobody really talks about them anymore. That's why I'm giving them their crap, because as a Houston fan, I would be pissed off if they only acknowledged one of the cheaters. And because of what Red Sox won year after Houston did, didn't they? Or was it two years? I think it was the year after. I'm going to assume, I think it was year after. I think it was year after. But yeah, um, I would be pissed too if there were cheaters in back-to-back years and my team was the only one getting attacked for. I would be mad at that. That's a fair thing to be like, hey, what about this? As long as you're not using it as a distraction, I can have respect for that. So, Houston fans, I'm giving you your due. Both of you guys suck and I dislike you. A to the men. Anyways, I just like Boston anyway, though, to be fair. Yeah. Now, now it's just more. Should we go into Garrett Cole? Let's go into Garrett Cole. So basically, he was asked in an interview if he used a specific type of substance to help him get like a better grip on the ball and throw it better. And it would not be a substance that's allowed in baseball. And his response was something to the effect of, uh, uh, um, I mean, I don't Uh, know if I do or not. I possibly could, but I also possibly could not. You know, there's a lot of different things that people use, and I don't know if I could have possibly. uh, It kind of went on like that. It was it went semi-viral for baseball. You know, he kind of just called himself out for cheating without saying he cheated and while simultaneously saying he cheated. Like, I know that sounds weird. It's kind of an interview you had to watch to really understand. But the guy's an absolute idiot, and I just want to call him out for that. I mean, the theory I saw that I really liked was that he's trying to say, yeah, I did, but he's not allowed to say that he did. And he's just kind of being like, oh, well, uh," trying to be like, yeah, yeah, yes, I am, but I can't say it. Because otherwise, I don't know what he was doing. I really don't. It was such an odd interview, and it's like, you even if you're going to say, I don't know, just say, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. 
he was so unprepared for that question. And it really, it was not a good looking interview. And to add on to a little bit here that may or may not change the topic, but it was like people were talking about how Garrett Cole struck Donaldson out twice after Donaldson called him out for cheating. And your point is what? Pitchers strike batters out all the time. Donaldson's a very good baseball player, and very good baseball players sometimes get struck out. Oh, you didn't see it, did you? Which, which part? Oh, so he struck him out and then gave him a stare down as he walked away. Oh, like yeah. Actual that, that's fine. Give him the stare down, whatever. He's still right. Who cares? But I just love all the people being like, aha, Donaldson's like wrong because he got struck out. No. What? No, Don- Donaldson's right. No, Donaldson's not a cheater that we know of. Um, also, his nickname is Bringer of Rain. I just want to like mention that because that's like the coolest nickname ever. Oh, it was such a cool nickname. I'm so uh, glad when he was that nickname. <laughs> like of all the nicknames in the world, like I've heard some really crappy nicknames before. Bringer of Rain. That's so cool. Like imagine like you walk into practice. And everybody's like, bringer of rain. Like, that's so dope. But that's either here or there. He's in the right here. Garrett Cole clearly in the wrong. But, you know, it's whatever. You, you can stare him down. Josh Donaldson later hit the game-tying run. So it doesn't even matter. Also, have you noticed that a lot of people in the comment sections were mad at Donaldson? Yankees fans, man. What did no, I tell you? Not just Yankees fans. Everyone. I saw fans of every team going at him. I saw fans of his own team going at him. Probably because they were mad at him for not getting a hit on him. Because, like, if Donaldson had hit off of Garrett Cole, then it'd be over. It would be like Donaldson won the quote-unquote mental battle. But the thing I guess most people are upset with to begin with is Josh Donaldson calls out Garrett Cole for cheating. Really? I mean, isn't there, like, a better thing you can, like, there's better ways to, like, use your time, you know? So, calling out your fellow baseball players for cheating, you could, I don't know, work on your own craft, try and bring some more rain, so to say. I guess that's what people are a little upset about. And I can understand that, but at the same time, I don't care. It's Garrett Cole. It's the Yankees. Like, I kind of like seeing him go, uh, 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 uh. So, yeah, maybe that's my evil self or whatever, but, yeah. There's a reason I asked this question. And this is something I've never told anyone, and I haven't had the chance to have a conversation with anyone with, and I want to have a conversation with you. Okay. So people are this mad at Donaldson for saying, hey, you cheated, right? Yeah. And people got so mad at Jose Kenesenko, is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know. You, you know who it is, though, one of the Bash brothers. Yeah. They got mad at him. For telling people how they were cheating. And yet. People are mad that the Astros. Players didn't expose the cheating. You're like how does that. You can't do all three. You can't get mad at people for saying hey there's cheating. And then get mad at people for not saying hey there's cheating. When they've seen you get mad at them. Um, yes and no. I, I kind of see the perspective actually. But it's a little bit wonky, so hear me out. Okay. Um, 
you've heard the phrase snitches get stitches. Of course. That's kind of where we're at here. When you are the Houston Astros and you are at fault, you know you're at fault, and people are mad at the players for not exposing their own cheating, like, I'm sorry. If they're at fault, they're not going to expose their own cheating. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. If I were told, hey, you have a chance for a World Series, if I told someone, hey, you have a chance for a World Series ring, you know, all the glory, all the fame, extra money, incentives, all that stuff, all you got to do is cheat a little bit, but don't tell anyone. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Now, granted, I wouldn't cheat to begin with. Like, that's just not my nature. But um, what I'm getting at is, one, I don't blame them for not saying anything because they wanted to win. But then again, that's also the literal definition of cheating. Hmm. On the on the flip side of things, snitches do get stitches. And at what point is the culture of baseball that of, oh, well, you cheat, good for you, go about your day. Like, there shouldn't be a line there, but they're drawing a line. And it's an unfair line, really, because... I kind of feel like people don't even know what they're talking about when they say it. There's like, oh, well, you cheat, you don't cheat. Either way, it's cool, but we're going to be mad at somebody, you know? Or you just cheat a little bit. Do what? Or it's just like, yeah, you cheat a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, there shouldn't be a line there, but apparently there is. And that's what we're looking at now. And you honestly see that more with the better teams. Like, as much as I hate the Dodgers, I just cannot stand them. I don't think they're cheaters. And I have respect for that. Like, if they beat us, beat us fair and square, and that's what they've done, to my knowledge. Yeah, I think they hinted that there was another team that cheated, and the they mentioned that it was like another team in the World Series recently, and it's like, it does kind of look like the Dodgers would fit that criteria, but it's like, you also don't know. And it's just, I don't, again, I'm not excusing the Astros, and I'm not excusing the players, but I, I just don't understand why. There's this expectation of, well, they should have said something. And every single player that says something is a cast off who's hated by the entire league and its fan base. Yeah, exactly. It's a double-edged sword. Like one way you get burned because you expose your own cheating. The other way you get burned because you didn't. It doesn't make sense to me. And I think the proper move of them all is don't cheat. That is the best move. (laughs) That is usually the goal. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, we talked about cheating a little bit so far. We're not going to get too, too in-depth because we have this. We have College World Series to talk about, and that's kind of like a surprise towards you because you weren't expecting that. But don't worry. I'm just going to give like a brief, brief overview of that just so people know what's up because this is two dudes baseball, not two dudes MLB. Um, I'm a Padres fan, so to speak on behalf of my own team. We are three and a half games behind San Francisco, which came out of nowhere this year. 40 wins, 25 losses, lighting it up, and I'm kind of mad about it, but oh well. Yeah, they've been very good for seemingly no reason. Yeah, like nobody really knows how they did this, but it's fine. I mean, that entire division is so ridiculously like off balance. Yeah, and okay, here's the division. San Francisco, Dodgers, Padres, Rockies, Arizona. Now, Rockies are Rocky, and Arizona is Arizona. So, 
let them be, you know, the castaways, so to say. But San Fran, L.A., and San Diego, arguably the literal top three teams in baseball, one, two, three, in the same division. Also, I just want to point something out. I'm looking at the standings of the NL West, and the Rockies have a winning record at home. They, they've they lost 16 more games, and they've won. How is that possible? They're 20 and 14 at home and 5 and 26 on the road. That's insane. Do you think it's the atmosphere or something? I don't know. Oh my God. That means they have more wins at home than the Mets who were leading their division. Although the Mets haven't played very many home games at all. They have more wins than the Mets who were leading their own division. That is, that is ridiculous. They have as many wins as the Dodgers at home. That's that's so strange. Yeah, and the Mets are like, are we really shocked by the Mets? Really? And I mean, the Mets aren't even that strong. Like they're doing decent. They're thirty-two and twenty-four, but like they're not world-breakingly good. I mean, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays would be tied for that division right now if they were in that division. Hmm. Or. I uh, wouldn't. I think we'd be a little behind because I think we've played more games, but we'd yeah. be right up there in that division fight for them. Yeah, and you know we talked about the Mets just then. Like they're actually trying to sweep the Padres right now, but it's the bottom of the ninth, and the Padres are winning the rubber match nine to three. So I don't really think it's going to happen. But you know, good for the Padres, bad for the Mets. But it's one game. There's plenty of games in the baseball season as well. This is so spread out, but. Uh, Phillies right below the Mets with 31 losses, and that's literally the only reason why they're placed below the Mets because of win percentage. They played more games. Uh, Atlanta six games back. Miami seven. Washington eight. Yeah, somehow Washington is 27 and 35 with a negative 26 run differential. Yeah, that's not ideal. Uh, do you want uh, something that's way worse? I would love something that's way worse. You're not going to like it. Oh, no. Pittsburgh Pirates? Oh, I don't care. No, screw those guys. I don't like them. Oh, well. Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, I just mentioned that uh, Washington. Actually, Washington has an eight-game wins-loss differential. Negative eight. So, like, they've won 27, lost 35. Negative eight win differential. Their run differential is negative 26. How about if it were negative 17 win differential? Pittsburgh's 23 and 40. Negative 87 run differential. Oh, thank goodness the Blue Jays exist because I would be a Pirates fan if they didn't. I'm so happy they exist. The Blue Jays have been mediocre before as well, though. But here's the thing. They're not going to be mediocre for quite some time. It's literally the NL West. And the AL East are the two scariest divisions in baseball. And you can't change my mind. You cannot change my mind worth anything. And the Orioles, Diamondbacks, and Rockets are just like, hey, how are you doing? Please help us. Yeah, but, like, even, here's the thing. Rockies at home, they're hard. Orioles are so so back. (laughs) Orioles are so back and forth, it's crazy. Uh, but think about this, Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto, 
and Yankees. Somehow the Yankees are fourth in their division. They just haven't gotten good hitting all. Yankees fans have been really upset with this team. I don't know if you've seen it on social media, but there's there's just a lot of guys that are not doing what they're supposed to do. LeMahieu's having a down year. Like this, that team is just not performing the way they need to. Oh well, honestly, oh well. Like I don't really care too much about that because again, Yankees. But that's my bias. Uh, regardless. They're fourth in the division. Toronto's third, and they're seven and a half games behind Tampa Bay. But really, in the grand scheme of things, if you're Boston, Toronto, and New York, you can even let Tampa Bay run away with the division. You're not even playing for the division, really. You're fighting for wild card spots. The yeah, same Boston, thing. Boston will play for the division. Jays are just like, please get in. Yeah, and honestly. Jays, there's plenty of time left. Jays could fight for the division. Uh, and there's... on that same note, if the Jays could, the Yankees could. Like, if that's how close it is. Like, uh, let's see, Tampa Bay's 42-24, and 24, Boston's 39-27, and then Toronto and New York have 33 wins apiece. Like, it's not impossible. Now, as a Rays fan, I actually like where the standings are right now, but... I also really don't mind the Toronto Blue Jays either. I would love to see them climb up the standings a little bit. We're just going to have to see. Yeah, this team needs some pitching help to get there. We have uh, some pitchers who are not exactly doing it for us. If I say Tyler Chatwood's name, every single Blue Jays fan will cringe in disgust and pain. It. We've got some pieces that need addition. I, I don't think we're going to do much unless we get some better pitching. But, I mean, when you got Vladimir Guerrero doing what Vladimir Guerrero's doing, you don't rule things out. Junior. Oh, yeah, Junior, of course. And I don't that, know. His dad could be hitting home runs, too. I don't know. And that could honestly be how we should end this podcast, comparing Junior to Junior. Because Fernando Tatis Jr., on the other side, like your favorite team and my favorite team, clearly, like it's not even close. Like I have the most new on their eyes entertaining player in the NL. You have the new on their eyes entertaining player of the AL. Like, what about Shohei Otani though? Yeah, but on the Angels, we're not talking about the most uprising team in the uh, on the AL and NL because I would still give that to both of those teams. Maybe the White Sox could argue because they're playing pretty darn well. But I mean, Shohei Otani is ridiculously good at this whole baseball thing. He is, and he can't decide if he wants to be a pitcher or a batter, and neither can the Angels. Like, honestly, when you perform that good at both, do you really need to decide? Just go back and forth. We'll see what happens with them, because they're not out of the playoff picture by any means either, but they also are, you know, seven games behind Oakland, so We'll see what happens. Mike Trout needs to come back and help them out a little bit. Um, Because as we record this episode, he's injured. But again, neither here nor there. I have an announcement, though, before we go into our shout-out. Okay. Slam Diego. Remember that? Unfortunately. Slam Diego is back. You know Slam Diego is the MLB version of Saxonville, right? The team's yeah. better. But like the nickname's the same level. 
Yeah, I I, I kind of see it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't care because Fernando Tatis did a grand slam, and that kind of like put the Mets to bed today. Like we won seven to three final score. That's oh, a well. big win for you guys. And speaking of big wins. Red Sox fans, I know this will be uploaded after today, but how are you guys doing? Let's go check. Let's go see how this game went. Oh, 18 to 4. 18 to 4. Teoscar Hernandez hit six RBIs. Ah, I'm glad he's a Blue Jay. Except for when he plays defense sometimes. All I'm going to say is Riley Adams didn't get a hit, and we should have put up 18 runs. One of our players didn't even hit the ball. It's a good day. It was a good day. It was a pretty good day in sports all around. And good for your team as well. Again, we'll try and get this uploaded fairly soon after as we're talking about this. And we hope you all like the Two Dudes Baseball baseball podcast. But uh, there's one more thing to discuss, and that's the College World Series. Now, for Women's College World Series, Oklahoma beat Florida State and Good for them. I mean, they had a legendary team this year. Break broke all kinds of records. So good for them and the softball community. I mean, really, it was really impressive to watch. Uh, no one really gave Florida State too much of a chance, and Oklahoma proved why. So good for them. I don't know if you like Ryan. Did you keep up with any of that? Honestly, I didn't even really know it was on until like the very end. So I unfortunately haven't really had a chance to look into it at all. Yeah, I've well, never heard anything about it. It's apparently like Alabama's softball team. Really, like a lot of people love them for some reason. They're pretty swag. Not gonna lie, like they're pretty pretty swag. Like they're up with like they're hip with it. They they know how to draw people in on social media and stuff like that. Like they do a good job and they're fun to watch. And I think they were like semifinals rounds when they lost to Florida State. And then Florida State went to the National Championship Series and lost. But, yeah, so shout out to Oklahoma. Broke a bunch of records. Good for them. On the men's side, they are finally shaping up who's going to the College Baseball World Series. Um, so where they're at right now is the Super Regionals, which means you play the regional tournaments. Excuse me. And uh, after the regional tournaments, you play a best of three Super Regional. So right now, as we speak, Tennessee is playing LSU in game two of the Super Regional, and they won the first one. They're winning 10-2 to right now on the top of the fifth. Ooh. So I think it's pretty set in stone that Tennessee, which, by the way, I'm a huge, huge Tennessee Volunteers fan, uh, is going to go to the College World Series, which is where eight teams from across the country compete against each other to be national champion in Omaha, Nebraska. It's really cool. So I'm super excited about that. It's going to be fun to watch. Or uh, or the next episode of the Two Dudes Baseball Podcast is going to be Wyatt crying for three hours. I don't want to talk about that. Just saying, but if it happens, I we will record a immediate sobbing podcast. We will find the world's tiniest violin, play it for you, and you can let out all your sadness. Thank you. Oh, hey, Nationals beat the Giants. Oh, good for them. Shut I mean, them out. 
doesn't really do anything for the Nationals, but sure helps you, I guess. Yeah, but actually, it was uh, Schwarber was pitching, so that's probably why. That makes sense. That'll usually do it. Yeah. Uh, Virginia's tied things up in their best of three with Dallas Baptist University. How about this, Ryan? I know you don't really understand like college baseball too too much, or at least keep up with it. You probably understand it, but keeping up with it. So again, best of three winner gets to be one of the final eight teams in the College World Series. Mm. Uh, game three of NC State versus Arkansas is today. Arkansas is the number one team in the country, like number one nationally ranked. Broke all kinds of records, all kinds of school records. NC State is unranked. So we've got a chance to do some real goofy things, is what I'm hearing. Literally, if NC State wins, it'll be an unranked team winning a regional tournament, then going to Arkansas, the number one team in the country, and beating them for a chance to get into the World Series. I mean, hang on a second. I'll have to edit this out. Ryan, we're recording a podcast. Correct. Thank you. Are you actually recording? Yeah. It's fine. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's muted though. Oh, well. So, yeah, if NC State wins that, it'd be crazy. It'd be, it kind of remind me of the, was it 80, 87 national championship for basketball that they made a 30 for 34? Like, oh, well. My sports yeah, knowledge is failing me, but do you know what I'm talking about? If you're trying to talk to me about basketball history, let alone college basketball history, you are wasting your time, my friend. Yeah, Ryan and I share a non-understanding for basketball. We, we I thought about trying to get a basketball two-dudes podcast, but couldn't do it with him. It just didn't go well. But anyways, yeah, the teams in contention for the College World Series right now, Tennessee, LSU, Dallas Baptist, Virginia, NC State, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Notre Dame, Texas, South Florida, Mississippi, and Arizona. Now, um, I think there are a few other teams that are already in, but I cannot see that on my screen right now. So you're probably going to be left in suspense until our next episode, but this will be fun. We'll probably record our next episode after the College World Series, so we'll know if Tennessee you know, actually went anywhere with it or not. But, oh, well. Um, that's really all I got, Ryan. What about you? I think that's pretty much everything I've got to say. Oh, well. Um, free shout of the day goes to Tennessee baseball. Go Vols. Um, my free shout out of the day goes to Martin Perez and Ryan Weber. Martin Perez started the game for the Red Sox, went one in the third inning and gave up five earned runs. And Ryan Weber went five and two thirds inning, giving up eleven hits and a or thirteen hits, sorry, and eleven runs. I appreciate those two, and I appreciate them too, actually. I don't oh wait a minute! Hold, hold on a quick second. I got hold on. Let me. Oh no! Oh, so um, Marwin Gonzalez pitched. Fun fact: he's not a pitcher. And 
Christian Arayo also pitched, who I also believe is not a pitcher. No, he's not a pitcher. Oh, they threw in a bunch of infielders to end the game. Oh, that's awesome. Who did? I, the, uh, I, the Red Sox? The Red the... Sox. <laughs> so they funny. threw in two, not one, but two of them. Marwin Gonzalez went one inning, gave up no hits or walks, and Arreo gave up a hit and a walk. No earned runs. That is hilarious. I I mean, they're probably neither as good as Anthony Rizzo striking out Freddie Freeman, but that's... No, but I'm trying to be kind of nice to Red Sox fans because they're still ahead of us in the standings. So, oh. I'll, well, I'll give them their props. Hey, yeah, today's game, like, say what you want about how many games baseball teams play, but today's game, huge, absolutely huge for the uh, Blue Jays. So, good for your team, Ryan. Uh, we, need, we need to rally off a winning streak now. We, we need to get a few in a row here. Let's see if y'all can actually string some together. We'll see what happens. Anything Listen, else to say? Um, don't don't make Chatwood close games. That's what I have. Please don't let Chatwood close games. I beg of you. Montoyo, for the love of goodness, don't let Chatwood close a game. He will walk eight batters. That's all I've got. Well, okay then. <laughs> I just... I need I need him to not pitch in the ninth inning for my health. Oh well, you seem to be a little stressed, so I'm just <laughs> gonna go ahead and close this out for us. Thank y'all so much for listening to the Two Dudes Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Wyatt Fairman. Again, as always, alongside Ryan Palsiver. And this has been Two Dudes Out. <laughs>